0: So my name is Sophie Dixon. I'm an artist based in the UK. I work mainly with film and immersive technologies and my work focuses on historical subject matter and most often trying to see grand historical narratives or events in history that we might know well through the perspective or experience of individual people. So Grace was a film commissioned by Arts and Heritage and the Grace Darling Museum in 2021. And it's a 10-minute-long film installation. So it was shown at the museum on three large-scale screens that create this very immersive environment. Uh, The film itself was exploring the story of Grace Darling and specifically trying to see it through her, through her eyes or through her from her point of view, because it's a very well-known story, but often her voice is a little less heard. So um, what I did was I used the museum's collection, so I used their um, objects, and also letters written between Grace Darling and her family. Grace never felt men were anything. She never thought of herself in connection with her deed. The troubles came from the fact that the world thought of little else. The Grace Project was hugely inspiring for me for, for many reasons. Um, obviously it's it's a very well-known story. And there's lots of complexity to it. I have been brought up on these islands. Our duty as light keepers requires one person to be in attendance almost every hour of the 24. The idea is that it really immerses the audience. Um, the film explores the story of Grace Darling but very much trying to see her story through her eyes. So the fundamentals of the project was these letters that she wrote with her family and it was created in a in a game engine so what I what I did was I recreated her lighthouse family home uh, as a full digital reconstruction and then the film takes place in this lighthouse home and the idea is that as you go through the lighthouse you start at the bottom of the lighthouse you work your way up and as you go through her home you go through the story of her life. From my parents I have learned to read, write, knit, spin and sew. Grace Darling was a lighthouse keeper's daughter and she became famous for rescuing survivors from the Forfarshire in 1838. So this shipwreck was seen from her lighthouse window, from her bedroom window. One quarter before five, my daughter observed a vessel on the Harper's rock. And she risked her life to row out with her, with her father. We immediately launched our boat to save the survivors from from that shipwreck. And after doing that, she became nationally famous. Uh, She also became known around the world. Grace, they have wrote about it in the paper. I still imagine I can see the waves going over the boat. She was a very early example of a female female heroine. Those unacquainted with the tempestuous state of the Farne Islands during a storm will be unable to appreciate the praiseworthy deed of Darren, performed by Mr. Darling and his daughter, Miss Grace Horsley-Darling. They rapidly ruled... Among I think Grace's first... story is is fascinating for the fact that she was uh, she has an ordinary woman who did this amazingly brave thing, and she risked her life. Um, I, I, early on in the research process for my film, I went out to the lighthouse where she lived, and going there, you realise how incredibly remote it is, and how terrifying I think it must have been to, to row out and and do what she did. But I think alongside her act of bravery was the media attention that she received, and in a way, I think the film, well, certainly the film that I've made, focuses. Uh, on I think also the negative aspects of media attention, and in a way that the kind of pressure that put on her. So I felt that there was a contemporary theme there as well. As we all get very used to sharing our lives publicly. In 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 her time, this was a little bit less um, commonplace. So it was a, a a very interesting story, but I think also very contemporary um, issues. We have indeed had a great many visitors to the lighthouse. Over the past 12 days, myself and my daughter have sat no less than seven portrait painters. So certainly what I tried to do through the research was to really, I think, take materials and information that maybe was out there in the museum or could be found in the archive, but make it more readily accessible and, and tie it into a into a story. Um, I used letters written between Grace and her family. But something that we did use was music's quite important to the piece. And Grace Darling's father has a sort of hand-written manuscript of violin music that he would have played in the lighthouse itself. So working with a sound artist, musician, Kathy Albarici, we took the violin notation and then played that music and wove it into a a soundscape for the film itself. Everything in the film is taken from uh, the Northumberland archives, letters written between Grace Darling and her family, models in the museum, everything was was based upon research that was carried out um, over the course of about a year. We also took objects from the museum so physical objects that are in display cases and then I used a process known as photogrammetry where I took hundreds of photographs of the objects and then created these highly realistic 3D models so then when I came to making the film inside a game engine or digitally I could take those objects and show them in situ in her family home. Some of the objects that I included were wooden cots that Grace Darling would have used as a baby. Um, there was also a marble bust of Grace Darling, and there were other objects that were hand modelled, things like clocks and books, and there were lots of little details. So in the film itself, you sort of see a selection of objects, but actually throughout the entire lighthouse, all these tiny details, um, some directly from the museum and some based on a drawing. Of Grace Darling's lighthouse home, um, shortly after she rescued survivors. Grace, Grace Darling. Hello. I came to the project with with this image in my mind of Grace Darling as being this incredibly brave woman. There's there's a, a very famous painting of her. I think it's one of the best known, where she's on her own in a, in a boat, rowing out against the, the sort of stormy seas. But the more I read about her, researched uh, the more I learnt about her, the more I dug into her letters and her story, the more I realised that she was an ordinary woman who did a very brave thing and I think she became more more like someone you might know in a sense through the research so in her letters you see that there are things that she is worried about or things that she didn't necessarily enjoy as part of her fame and in a way that humanized her dear father and mother as i cannot write you a long letter this time please god in a little time i will write you a long one your loving daughter grace I think Grace Darling would be tremendously supportive of the RNNI. I mean, she risked her life to save people at sea. So the fact there are other people doing exactly the same today, I think that would resonate with her greatly. Hello, it's Mark Pusey here. I'm crew at Chiswick-on-the-Thames. If you want to hear more stories from the RNLI's 200 Voices collection, then head to rnli.org slash 200voices or subscribe to the RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. 200 Voices is an adventurous audio-limited production for the RNLI.